0: Hello there, and welcome back to the Joe Hug podcast. My name is Joe, and today I have with me...
1: Todd Henning. Um, so, who exactly are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm your dad, first of all, but uh, I'm a, a registered investment advisor in South Carolina, and I'm so excited to be here today with you to talk about cryptocurrency and investing in general. I think those are great topics for, uh, for young people to learn about. And so I'm really excited to be here. And, it, and this is actually my first uh, podcast, so bear with me, would you?
0: So would you mind explaining what the heck you
1: just said in a little bit? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd be happy to. I, I'm actually a registered investment advisor in South Carolina. And what that means is the state of South Carolina regulates how, uh, what I can do, how I advertise, um, how I invest people's money. Because I am responsible for investing other people's money And that means I have to have a legal and a moral obligation to do what's best in what's in their best interest or what's best for them, and not look out for my own needs. So I have to be in tune with what you know the clients need. So, uh,
0: what what exactly is your background in investing?
1: Well, yes, (laughs) thank you for asking. Yeah, Um, a little bit about me. I uh, started getting interested in investing in the eighth grade we had a uh, local broker in in a small town iowa i grew up in small town iowa and a local broker came to one of my social studies classes in eighth grade and he talked about investing and it really got me interested and so i started a friendship with some of the uh, brokers in town there's really only one or two it's a small town and uh, they were excited for me to be interested at such a young age uh I went to a local college um, for some classes as I got a little bit older. Uh, You can't invest when you're 13, at least on your own, or 8th grade. And uh, really, until you're 18, can you open an account. So I had to get uh, my dad interested in this, too. And he wasn't interested in in having me invest. So mostly I did education and worked and saved up money to when I turned 18 and graduated from high school in 1981. So that's how far back this is. Um, I was really interested, and I went to uh, University of Iowa for finance, and then I uh, also graduated from the University of Houston with a master's degree.
0: Okay, so you've been investing for a long time, so you've probably seen a lot. Um, is there anything interesting, like maybe uh, like the 2008 crash, that would interest you?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, since 1981, I've been in, in investing, and so I've seen several things go, um, that really interested me, or, or maybe even applicable today. Uh, a couple of things was the 1987 stock market crash, so I lived through that and was an investor at that time. Um, the dot-com bubble, which was from 1997 through most of 2000, and then the crash after 2000, I was lived through that. And, the, and then the next part was the 2006-2007 real estate bubble, uh, and the crash that resulted in 2008 and nine, which was the great recession. Most of you probably young people probably know about at this point. So I've seen people panic, for sure, in different times.
0: So I've n- never actually heard of the 1987 crash. This is actually the first time
1: I've ever heard of it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting time because in one day, it was called Black Monday. It was on in October of 1987, and the stock market went down 20% in one day.
0: So it went down a good amount?
1: That is a lot for one day. Most days you might have a 1% up or down, and most years you might have the market go up 5% or 10% or down 5 or 10%, but 20% in one day, well, had never happened mm-hmm. and has never happened since.
0: Okay, so there's been there's a lot when it comes to investing. But um, how about we talk back sort of about cryptocurrencies and what your experience is with that?
1: Yeah, let's talk about cryptocurrency. First, it might be good to do a definition. How about that? Okay, so... <laughs> what is cryptocurrency?
0: Uh, Google says it's a digital, digital currency in which transactions are verified and records maintained by a decentralized system using cryptography rather than by centralized authority.
1: Yeah, that's a. Uh, I have no clue what that means. (laughs) Yeah, that's That's a very Google definition. Yes, there's a lot in that actually, uh, but you can go right past it. So I'm going to talk about three parts of what that definition says, and uh, I'll really focus on the first two of them. So breaking that down a little bit, a digital currency, and everybody kind of knows what a currency is that's the, the money you carry in your pocket, but there's also currency that's like. Credit card debt and those kinds of things that can can kind of be considered currency as well And so that's the first thing uh, how you buy things buy and sell things is usually through currency And then the second part it talks about uh, Transactions that are secured and that's where the crypto comes in because the idea is uh, You want money that's unhackable and cryptocurrency uses computer code to create an un- based what's tr- they're trying to be an unhackable currency.
0: So the code is what keeps from the currency being hacked. It's not like a there's like some official thing that says, "Hey, this can't be hacked."
1: Correct. There right now there's no government regu- really government regulation on this and there's no banks that hold cryptocurrency. There's actually that's the decentralized part. It's actually computer code that's out on Computer software or and computer systems, it's, it's housed there. And so the idea is that it's so distributed, decentralized, that um, it cannot be stolen. And that's the idea behind it. Now, there's debates on whether it can be, but that's the idea.
0: So are these transactions actually separate from the government? Or...
1: Yes. Um, they're outside the government purview at the moment. And there's a lot of debate right now about how the government, U.S. government, Chinese government, all the governments across the world um, will either use this cryptocurrency or cryptocurrencies or regulate them and how they will regulate them. And that that's why it's a little unknown at this point.
0: So it's unknown because it's it's sort of like, is it like just an iffy thing or is it just like they don't want to invest in it?
1: Well, it's, it's kind of a thing that they're not sure whether it'll take off and be popular or not or be useful in a practical sense oh. because we already have currencies, right? We have the dollar, we have pound, British pound, et cetera.
0: Right, right. So um, I know you're a bit of a Hawkeyes fan, so how does how does that team look?
1: <laughs> well, we're getting off the topic there a little bit, but they're looking pretty good, actually. They're top, top ten at least, and uh, I know they've uh, uh, got sort of a weak offense right now but hopefully they'll get get it back together but they certainly have a strong offense and they have a good schedule coming up so i think they're gonna be strong this year
0: so that's good um so let me jump into how how does this sort of investing in cryptocurrency really is really different from other investing
1: good good question um if we have time, I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit about, maybe a little bit of background on the uh, cryptocurrency itself. Um, really quickly, I want to talk about <laughs> the the ease of transaction. And, and what I mean that is, just, I know you love guitars. And imagine that you have a, somebody, a guitar out in England that you want to buy. Right now, um, that person wants to be paid in British pounds. That's their currency. And right. you have in your bank dollars. Right. And so you have to somehow get them... Uh, your dollars, translate that into British Pounds so that he can get paid and he'll send you the guitar. So that's that's how currency works today, and it's a little bit clunky because you have to go to your bank. The bank itself has to translate those dollars into British Pounds. Their bank in Britain has to deposit either the dollars or the British Pound, depending on who, which tra- which bank is doing the transaction. And so it takes time to do that. It also takes, you know, they take a fee every time they do that. So it's a little expensive. So cryptocurrency, part of cryptocurrency was to try to get a person-to-person transaction that you could just go out on the Internet. You have some, let's say, Bitcoin or some currency, and you uh, transfer that directly to the person in England, and he accepts it. And You don't have to do this translation.
0: So, uh, there, there may be a while before I get those 99 guitars, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I'll work on that. I got to get those 99 guitars, you know. So.
1: Yeah, I'd like to just um, answer your question a little bit about um, how does cryptocurrency differ from investing in businesses? Um, investing is sort of a broad term, and, and most often people use it to describe spending money in their everyday life. And so you have you work hard, and you want to invest those dollars uh, in something, a business, usually in the stock market or something like that, so that you, it will grow over time, and you'll have more money in the future. Um, so but, this
0: is like a save more or save money now, or no, invest, yeah. spend some money now, get a
1: lot later. Well, yeah, invest the money now, spend it on investing, and then you'll have a lot of money later on. Um, But cryptocurrency right now is a little bit different than that because it's not a business. Um, I actually would think of it more like the Internet.
0: Um, So, So it's like a free to use data could be is strained from everywhere sort of thing.
1: Very similar to that, yes. Because remember, we talked about cryptocurrency, and part of the cryptocurrency is it's computer code that's basically unhackable. That's the idea behind it. And that can be easily translated across the world or across people without banks being involved, without the government being involved. That's the part of the idea behind it. And so the, the, the reason I bring up the Internet is because 25 years ago, the Internet really was just beginning, and a lot of people didn't know what it was. And um, there were people that... In the government, etc., that were using it, but um, and and they had great ideas as to how the rest of the world was going to use this one day. But at that point in time, most of the most of the homes didn't have a connection, etc.
0: Yeah, so, like how today, basically, I use it for everything.
1: School, that's right,
0: school or phone or podcast-related in general.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you go back in time 25 years ago, that's how they were talking about the Internet. They said this is going to ch- the Internet is going to change the world um, and change everything. And you can hear today, cryptocurrencies, some people say the same thing about cryptocurrencies. It's going to change how finance is done for the world in the future. And that may be true, but we're not sure yet. Just like we weren't sure on the Internet.
0: Okay. So it's very much a different thing um so I don't know how much oh we got a little bit of time okay or a good amount of time here um I'm trying to keep this a little uh, at least not too sh- super long not to bore you to death with <laughs> cryptocurrency because I bet you've probably spent a lot in it or spent a lot of time dealing with it, it by this point if you're young enough you'll you'll have done it if you're not you'll at least have heard about it
1: well I I would think that most people under 18 do not have their own account and probably it is you probably don't have much money until you turn 20 or 21 or 22 and you have a job and have some money to invest in the cryptocurrency
0: right right but some people this reaches other people outside of my age range So, so so some people may be in that
1: um well, I have a question for you. Do you? Th- I mean, I don't know if you know much about cryptocurrency, but I'll I'll ask it to, sort of to the audience. Well, how much do you think cryptocurrency is going to change buying and selling? Is it going to revolutionize the world, or is it something like uh, it? It may impact, but but there's not much, not much going to really, you know, revolutionary change happen. Can
0: I say what I think? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I think the way that I've heard, like teachers and other people who are older than me act it makes it sound like it's this new thing and it's going to it's actually going to hold and become bigger and that's sort of what I've heard and maybe that's not entirely true but that's what I've heard that's what I've uh, thought of and heard from people around me so yeah
1: Yeah, it's it could be a big thing, and that's why a lot of people are interested in it. In fact, that's why Bitcoin is one of cryptocurrencies. Went from a few hundred dollars just maybe a couple of years ago to where it's almost worth fifty thousand dollars today. And that's also what gets people excited when something an investment goes from a hundred dollars to a fifty thousand. You can make a lot of money, and there actually are millionaires that have been created by Bitcoin.
0: Mm. So if this is such a great thing and is mostly you know like a young people thing why don't older people bother with it that much
1: well it goes back to uh, investing generally and um, and thinking about a little older people well you know you could say you've heard of these maybe some of these sayings older people are slower to adopt new things or they have seen many promising technologies or hype not pay off um, but Let's look at some other basic investment reasons that um, maybe older people are not as quick to adopt it, but they are still interested, and I can tell you that. Um, There's a couple of investing principles that I just want to let you know about. Um, They're not all of them, but there's a couple. Invest in what you know. That's a very uh, common um, phrase or saying. You need to invest in what you know, And, and older people won't know what cryptocurrency is. Uh, of course letting time in investing work for you and cryptocurrency is new and it may take a you know five to ten or 20 years before it's really adopted so that's a long time for your investment to pay off uh, when you're older you may not live that long so you want something that'll pay off a little sooner uh, also keep it simple so that's kind of <laughs> investing keep in it what simple, you know stupid <laughs> yeah keep it simple so older people are maybe a little afraid of You know, they may have been afraid of computers when they first came along, and now, you know, this is the newest thing. So (laughs) Uh, the only thing I can say, and and there's one more principle I would say, is don't invest more than you can afford to lose. So um, this is, cryptocurrency is a little bit of a a speculative thing at the moment. So don't invest, like, billions of dollars in it. (laughs) That's right, if you're an individual. um, And that's why most older people will be cautious. But I can tell you, they are very interested in it okay so uh, what exactly do
0: what what does currency cryptocurrency really do to the market
1: well um, first of all right now it's, it's a little bit of a known but um, some people are treating it like um, gold and gold is a, a another type of currency it, it For man's history, it's been very valuable. It it has intrinsic value. People have always valued it over, you know, as long as humans have been around, basically, and could mine the metal. It's also been used for currency, but but today it's not used for currency. It's used as an investment to hold value. That's the idea.
0: Okay. So we're kind of running out of time here. I'm going to sort of ask you uh, one, probably the bigger question is sort of, why should the younger generation care about investing? And what do they need to look out for?
1: Well, I think some of the thr- the principles I just mentioned are very important to remember. Um, uh, and, and here's a couple other new, uh, different ones or uh, additional ones. First of all, everyone should know about investing. And it's the primary way to build wealth and retirement income. Um, As you have s- stated multiple times. Oh, uh, sure, well, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that point got across. You know, the baby boomers have a lot of wealth uh, accumulated over the last 30 or 40 years, and they'll be passing it on pretty soon to the younger generation. So the younger generation needs to know how to handle that money without uh, spending it or blowing it on a uh, Ferrari or something like that. Or 99 guitars. That's it. I'm coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) Investing is emotionally harder than most people think, Uh, because it's not just about numbers. It's about living through these speculative cycles I think we're living through a Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency speculative cycle right now. Nobody knows exactly how long it's going to take for this technology to take off and you know it become everyday use like the internet but it's probably going to have some impact and so we'll look uh, look to be patient in our investing on that. Finally I, I would keep in mind these those investing principles, Um, And I'll leave you with a couple of old phrases. When you make money in life, you need to give some, save some, and spend some, and do it in that order. Okay,
0: Um, That's really funny. (laughs) Uh, So I didn't mean to bore you to death, or if you were interested, that that's cool. Um, That's sort of what the episode was about today. do you have anything else to say you would no, like to I think, add?
1: No, I think we could probably put a couple links into your uh, what is that thing called?
0: Your, my, your my YouTube or my I can't really do YouTube. it on Spotify. In your YouTube. Yeah, I'll try and put it in links in the description of like the YouTube channel um, and I'll, I'll see about trying to get some put on like the Spotify description maybe. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Um, Probably I'll try to upload something next week. Maybe I'll bore you to death. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, Anyway, well, thanks for coming, and thanks for talking to us.
1: It was great to be here and be with you.
0: Thank you. Um, To all of you, have a good morning, a good evening, and a good night. Goodbye.